Welcome back. We are fresh. I think we're fresh. Post-holiday. Hope everyone had a wonderful weekend. Uh, of people up north at Boxing Day. Time, time for you to while out. Let's get into it. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Another nice little intimate environment today. Intimate environment today. I imagine most people are still like off work, I would think, right? People took, is today considered a holiday in the United States as someone who just turns on a camera and talks into the YouTube screen? I don't know if people are working today, uh, but it's good to be back. I, I finally tested negative after just for and ever, man. That was like, that was like 12, 10 days of symptoms or something like that. Um, I hope everybody had a great holiday. I, uh, on Saturday, I was solo this weekend on Saturday. I ordered just a ton of the Chinese food and, uh, that got me through all day yesterday too. Like we just slowly grazed. We slowly grazed throughout the day. Uh, and yesterday was a reminder that it's, it's quality over quantity when it comes to sports. There was a lot of sports on yesterday. I wouldn't say a lot of it was good, though. A lot of it was pretty bad. I had two screens going yesterday. It was a weird – I'll be honest. It was weird not being with family and stuff. Um, but it allowed me to go two screens. Two screens? Uh, we got in the chat this morning. We see Sneeps up in here. We the people. Dick Chuck. Borland's here. The common man. Garen Snoopaloop. D-Lo. Mark's here. Chris. Who else? Weaselmont. Morning, Weaselmont. Plunge father in the house. Good to see you. Uh, Mossy only just getting better myself. We'll get better soon. Uh, did you watch that Aaron Gordon stuff film last night? Dude, Aaron Gordon, absolute poster on uh Landry Shaman face last night. Um, why don't we start there? Let's talk about, uh, we'll start, we'll work our way down through the games. We'll work our way down. Uh, Weisberg says felt like all the games were fun, even mostly blowouts outside of the late game. Yeah. So the late game was the only close game, which is kind of bullshit because, I, I fell asleep. I fell asleep. I woke up at like 1230 and saw that they were in overtime. And I was like, I can't stay up for this. I got to go to bed. Um, but uh, Devin Booker went down. Booker played, I think, like seven minutes yesterday, maybe even less than that. Re-injured his groin. It looks like I imagine he misses some time. Um, I wonder if he was kind of like on the fence anyways going into last night and then was just like, hey, if I don't have it, I'll give it a go. If I don't have it, just take me out. Um but the Suns kept it close. Suns kept it close that whole time, obviously. Jokic, man. Jokic with 41, 15, and 15. The dude is so good. The dude, like, the dude is so freaking good. Uh, Nuggets are now uh, solo, first place. But a good fight from the Suns. Shamit face, even though he got straight up yammed on by Aaron Gordon. Let's see if I can find that Aaron Gordon dunk, actually. Uh, and we can we can watch it together. Um. But it like the fact that he got dunked on like that. Also, that dunk came in like a close game. Like this wasn't a blowout. This was like fourth fourth quarter late in the game. All right, here we go. I think I found it here. Um, I think I found it. Let me pause this. Pause it, Mike. Uh, let's go over here, and we can watch this dunk together. Thank you, Wob Perez, for getting that out there. Um, all right, here we go. Here we go. Straight yam on. Straight yam on. Let's go full screen in transition, and just oh. Just again, this was a close game. This was like a one point game when that happened. Look at Shamit trying to get get the offensive foul there. I mean, coast to coast picks it up, and holy shit! Oh my god! Oh my god! Incredible! Just incredible poster on that. Um, god, Aaron Gordon, like low key too, is having an incredible season. Uh, I'm gonna pull up his stats real quick, but like, I'm pretty sure. I mean, he's shooting like 
90% from the field, and it helps that he's got freaking Nikola Jokic throwing him dimes. But when he he's like the fourth option on this team. Yeah, so in 29 games, he's averaging, where is it? He's averaging 17 and a half points uh, per game, which is four points over his huge. But this is the thing. His career field goal percentage is 46%. He's shooting 61% right now from the field. 61%. That's And he's also shooting almost 40% from three. And that's what happens when you're the fourth option and you got Nikola Jokic just dropping dimes. Weisberg says uh, Gordon was elite defensively last night because Jokic has to drop as much as he does on D. Gordon has to guard the opponent's best player. Yeah, I mean, Gordon, honestly, Gordon's their second most important player behind um, behind Jokic right now. Murray's going to have to be that guy if they're going to make a deep run, but we'll talk about the Warriors game in a second. But, be, like, I mean, the Nuggets are solo first place right now. They have a one-game lead on both uh, – both the Grizz and the um, both the Grizzlies and uh, who am I forgetting? Uh, the Pelicans right now. And this isn't like small sample size. They're 32 games into the season. So this is like legit. This is legit. Uh, also, I decided I was going to do a giveaway because I did the Top Shot Secret Santa and uh, got all dog shit back. Um, so I'm going to give some of that away. Like the stream, subscribe, put hashtag hoops into the chat. Look at Rowdy Rod in here. Rowdy Rod, I feel like I haven't seen you in a while. Put hashtag hoops in there. Um, I need a I need a different overlay. I forgot that this is live before lock here. But uh, speaking of which, <clears throat> live before lock coming at you this afternoon. Coming at you this afternoon. Uh, Booker injured again or just not recovered from the same injury? My understanding fraud is that it was uh, uh, was the same injury reaggravated. I'm pretty sure it was the same groin. Thank you, Ben. Happy New Year to all of you guys as well. Um, Hey, let's, uh, I, I forgot to do like some content stuff up top or some scheduling up top. So I actually already put up a uh, value hunting for this week for so rare, which is hard. This shit's not going to be easy this week. Uh, we do have live before lock. I think TSC is going to be joining us. We'll see. Um, I'm also right after this show ends, we're going to end the show like 10 minutes early. I'm going to be, I'll drop a link right now, but I'm going to be jumping on so rare data NBA show with Andrew Laird. Uh, so if you guys want to check that out, if you need some more content at 10, that's going to be strictly so rare, but uh morning show Monday through Friday this week, we're back. We're back, baby. Part of, uh, me not traveling with the sickness, um, is I'm here. So we're going to be doing some content. Um, so the morning show will be here Monday through Friday. I, I imagine shot tank is off this week, but, um, the rest of the rest of the team holds stuff there. Um, I know, I know. I think Kai Jones, Kai Jones should open stuff up, um, with Nick Richard, Richards being doubtful. I think that's going to open some stuff up. Um, <clears throat> but anyways, yeah, so that was the first game. First game of the night was, was pretty fun. I mean, the last game of the night was fun. Uh, well, let's go in order from late to early. So dude, the Warriors Grizzlies stuff was weird. And uh, this is, this is what I'll say. I don't know. I don't know if I follow too many Warriors and Grizzlies people on Twitter, like both media and fans, but the discourse after the game was some of the most annoying shit I've ever seen. So it's all of the Warriors fans basically trying to embody Clay. So Clay after the game uh, was like, you know, they talk too much for not having done anything, which is like true. They're right. They've made it to the second round, which is true. Uh, and the Warriors are the defending champs. And they were, shout out the Warriors because they showed up last night. No Steph Curry. They've been dog shit. Uh, they were a different team at home. Jordan Poole was great. Um, Draymond had a really good game. Dante DiVincenzo puts us, Ty Jerome was balling. And, but here's the thing. There's going to be a couple of games where this happened. The Warriors shot 50% from three. You shoot 50% from three, you're going to win the game. And yeah, to Weisberg's uh, comment, the, the officiating was weird. Everything was weird. Everything was weird about it. But my takeaway was both of these fan bases were annoying as fuck post game. And I don't know if they just tweet more than other fan bases, but they were basically like, oh yeah, talk, 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 talk. Yeah. And then what happens on Christmas? You know what happens though? You're still a sub 500 team right? You're still a bad team. So congratulations. You won a game. You're now three games below 500 instead of four games below 500. You still don't have Steph Curry for what seems like is going to be another 10 games. I, I would relax. I would relax. Um, and then, and then like the, the Grizzlies fans too, just like bitching and moaning about the officiating, which was bad, but also just like, take your L and move on, take your L and move on. It was so bizarre. Like they, it was just too much. It was too much chatter after the game. Of just like, because fucking December, you know who did their business last night and nobody tweeted anything weird? The Boston Celtics. Um, but it was just kind of, 
I don't know. It made me want to put money on the Nuggets coming out of the West or the Suns coming out of the West. Like I, that that gave me no hope. I mean, I think the Grizzlies are still fine. They just had a bad game, and Jaron Jackson Jr. has got to learn to not foul. Like, yeah, I mean, he was a foul machine last night. I think he picked up his fourth in like the first five seconds of the second half. Um, I do want to credit uh, Mike Breen and uh, Mark Jackson and Jeff Van Gundy. They they kept calling out how bad the officiating was. The officiating was really bad. There was these uh, like three possessions back to back, right, where Santi Aldama uh, got called for some like touch foul. It was kind of a weird foul. Then he gets uh, two three pointers in a row, two three point attempts in a row. I think he hits one, misses the uh, misses the first, hits the second. Draymond fouls him on both of those attempts. Uh, and then, and then he got called for another touch foul. It was just like, it was bizarre. It was a weird game. It wasn't a, like the, the drama was fun, but the game itself was not a fun game. Um, yeah, that was a weird one. That was a weird one for sure. Uh, but that game really did have everything right. It had Jaron Jackson jr. Foul trouble. It had technical fouls galore. Uh, Jordan Poole got ejected. We had clay talking, Dylan Brooks talking. It was a lot of, uh, a lot of weird stuff. Yeah, Ty Jerome did ball. I had Ty Jerome in my uh, fantasy lineup last night. But I had him in my fantasy lineup because I thought the Warriors were going to get blown out. Uh, so I was like, let me, and, they, and there was a blowout. It was just the other way around. But uh, but yeah, that was a Warriors game. Uh, we'll go over the standings in a little bit. Um, but whatever. Celtics, Bucks. This I was surprised by this. I did that. The Bucks did not show up. Now the Bucks were without Chris Middleton, so keep that in mind. But the Celtics pretty much. Um, oh, whoa! There we go. So rare Viking. Let's go. Thanks for being here, man. Um, the Celtics game was kind. Of, I I thought that was a bizarre game. Uh, the Celtics ended up winning by twenty one, uh, and this one just kind of never felt close after the first quarter. Uh, Jason Tatum just straight up, straight up balled in that game. Uh, on the buck side of things, Giannis went for 27, nine and eight <clears throat> drew holiday at 23 and seven. Uh, but the outside of that, they didn't really get a lot from anybody else. Like Bobby Portis only put up four points and nine boards, Joe Ingles, which shout out Joe Ingles back in the back in action. Uh, he had 11 points, but man, Tatum just could Tatum was doing whatever he wanted last night. He had 41, seven and five Jalen Brown threw in 29 and five. And uh, I mean, they, they looked great. They looked great defensively. They looked great offensively. I, I mean, their offense really sputtered the last couple of weeks. They kind of turned things around a little bit uh, against Minnesota on Friday. But this was their first, you know, big test against Milwaukee. Now, Milwaukee's still not fully healthy, right? I think we shouldn't overreact too much. They're still without Chris Middleton, and that's a pretty big deal. So um, I still think it comes down to the Celtics and Bucks in the East. Uh, what a hot take that the two best teams in the basketball are going to duke it out in the Eastern Conference Finals. But they... That's going to be a fun one. That's going to be a fun one. Also, a little feistiness with Giannis and Jalen Brown. Uh, Giannis had um, Giannis basically would hit like hit him with a moving screen, uh, and then Brown kind of gave him a nudge, and then Giannis like got in his face. And uh, but I, they apologize after, so I don't think that's going to be like lingering drama. Yeah, Grayson Allen did have a monster dunk in the fourth uh, after. Yeah, Tatum. Let's actually look at uh, Tatum's dunk. Let me see if I can find that because Tatum. Tatum went after uh, Giannis. And as the play was happening, I was like, no, 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 no. Because I did not think he had a shot at finishing this against Giannis. Um, and it was a great, uh, it was a great give and go too. It was a really uh, solid play design. Here we go. Let me go full on this. Uh, so here we go. This is a weird angle. I haven't seen. Wow. Big time. Big time Jason Tatum dunk. It was good to see Tatum go out too. I feel like I, I feel like he has done this. I think the finals, the finals, his what's the right way to say this? The finals like issue of them not really performing that well lingers a little bit, but Tatum has really shown up for big moments. I mean, that that game six against the Bucks, game seven against the Bucks, like he was really, really good. Let's see. I got the Grayson Allen dunk here too. This was pretty impressive. Bang, just like comes in on, on Derek White. New haircut Derek White, by the way. Let's see that one more time. Grayson Allen getting up. Getting up. Is that a left-handed finish, too? Off-hand finish? That's pretty nice. Pretty nice by Grayson Allen there. Uh, Head-to-head, 
tier three reward and rare contender for me. Are you focusing on contender or champion? Uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about so rare once I get through these games, but I've been focusing mostly on uh, contender. Uh, second highest scoring Celtic on Christmas. Yeah. Was that behind bird? Was it behind bird? Did bird drop a 50 piece? Is that what it was? But a uh, good win for the Celtics. Uh, I think if you're the Bucks, you're not really worried. You're like, we didn't have Middleton. We just didn't have the game. Celtics shot really well from three early on to um, whatever. Second game of the night. Uh, I was surprised this stayed as close as long as it did. So <laughs> the Mavericks, excuse me, I'm going to play a drop here for a second so I can cough. Let's do uh, Luka Magic. Luka, Luka Magic. So the Lakers were up, what is it, 11 points going into the third quarter. And then the Mavericks outscored them 51-21 in the third uh, and just went nuts, just went nuts. Uh, on the Mavs side of things, dude, Christian Wood, who if you played him in so rare, you were in great shape. He went for 30 points, eight boards, seven assists. He also threw in four steals and two blocks, like incredible game. Tim Hardaway Jr. went for 26-6. and six, And then Luca with a cash, 32-9-9. Luca only shot the ball like once in the first quarter too, but still ended up with 32, nine and nine only took 16 shots too. went nine for 16 from the field. However, it went to the free throw line 16 times. Uh, LeBron 38, six and five. Um, I want to talk about this and Russ 17, five and four. That was really it. I want to talk about the bigs though, for the Lakers for a second. We, uh, Oh, it's Tommy Heinsohn. Oh, my bad. Uh, the bigs with the Lakers are something we were talking about because Anthony Davis, you know, he's going to, they announced actually over the weekend that Anthony Davis is out indefinitely. So he's going to miss a lot of time. It sounds like, which is a bummer because he was balling. Um, but let me just tell you what the big minutes were. So, uh, Thomas Bryan only played 19 minutes. I believe he re-injured himself because he didn't come back in late in the game i i think i i need to go back and like dive in a little bit more because i wasn't sure if they didn't really address it they i so i don't know if it was like situationally they just didn't think he was a good matchup as christian wood was cooking um but uh wayne gabriel played 18 minutes damian jones only played the last two minutes of the game and i think what's happening is they're just moving lebron to the five um Oh, well, Bandy, we got a Bandy signing. He's like, am I allowed to get up here? Nope. He's coming for pets first. <laughs> you want to goof. Um, Bandy, Bandy and I, had a lot of quality time together this weekend. Um, but yeah, I, the big situation, like, especially in the so rare streets, I think a lot of us were like, well, Damian Jones, maybe it's Wayne Gabriel. Honestly, it's just making LeBron that much better of a play. Like LeBron's usage is going to be nuts. If they're going to be playing him small five. And that's what they seem to be doing. They seem to be rolling like that, uh, roster, construction of like Lonnie Walker, Russ, Austin Reeves, LeBron, and then like Schroeder or Pat Bev. Um, they've been doing a lot of that because off the bench, right? So Gabriel played 18, Troy Brown Jr. played 18, Russ 24, Reeves 29. So I don't know. That's going to be a tough situation to figure out. I think the Lakers are in trouble. The Lakers are in some real trouble. If uh, AD is going to miss like another month or so. We'll look at the standings in a little bit, but that's going to be real bad, real bad news. And then the first game of the day, first game of the day, Knicks got off to a hot start. They were up big, and then Sixers came back, and they outscored them 24-16 to in the fourth. 24-16 in the fourth. Uh, Harden had himself a game. We'll talk about Harden a little bit, too. He had 29-13, uh, four rebounds, four steals. Embiid, Embiid, it seemed like he was having a bad game. And he had 35 and eight had 16 off the bench. Uh, and that, that was pretty much it for the Sixers side of things on uh, the Knicks side of bing bong uh, Julius Randall, 35 and eight Julius Randall was hot in the first quarter. I think he put up like 15 alone. Uh, Jalen Brunson went for 23 RJ 17. Um, and then their bench was weird, right? So, Randall played 40 minutes. RJ played 43. This is, and this didn't go to overtime. That's of the 48 minutes. Brunson played 35. Uh, Quentin Grimes played 39, uh, Mitchell Robinson, who had a little bit of foul trouble. Uh, he actually had a decent game. He had 10.16 boards, three blocks and a steal and a partridge in a pear tree. But from the bench, right? Quickly played 22 minutes, Hartenstein in uh, 15 Sims, 12 McBride. So if you're looking at, um, if you're looking at the, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, so rare in the Knicks, it's going to be, it's going to be tough. Going to be tough to figure out, <clears throat> excuse me who to play because 
they, if they're going to be going small and yeah, the Brunson injury, right? So Brunson, Brunson left. I wasn't sure if they had made any announcement about that. I know he left with a few minutes left, so uh, it could be quickly season, but uh, Quentin Grimes bullish on Quentin Grimes minutes, man played almost fucking 40. So that was pretty impressive. That was pretty impressive over there. So those were our five Christmas day games. Let me remind the people too. we'll give away a chop shot moment. Uh, like the stream, subscribe, put hashtag hoops. We only have 21 in there, so get it in. Get it in there, girl. Um, all right, let's take a look at the standings. We'll start in the east. How does that look? Do I got to blow that up a little bit? Pump it up. All right, here we go. So Celtics move. Ah, whoops. Celtics move to 24 and 10. Uh, I had somebody text me last night, one of my friends, and was like, dude, Celtics clear favorite in the east, right? They're so much better than the Bucks." And I was like, dude. They haven't had Chris Middleton like this whole season, and we are barely ahead of them. I'm going to change the filter here. This is like pretty bright for looking at the standings right now. Sorry, guys. Let me let me take the filter off. I need to create a morning one. Um, all right. I it feels like you guys can't really see this, but um, all right. Celtics 24 and 10. Uh, won their last two. What's it? Who do the Celtics have coming up this week? Actually, let's go to their upcoming schedule. So the Beantown Boys. B-Town boys have this week, they've got the Rockets uh, and the Clippers at home and then the Nuggets on Sunday, New Year's Day, Nuggets, uh, and then OKC, Dallas, San Antonio, Chicago, New Orleans. So ah, middle of the road schedule. But Celtics now uh, calmly in first place with a game and a half lead over the Bucks, who are now 22 and 11. The Bucks actually have lost three in a row now. Uh, Cavs right there. So this is interesting. Cavs a half game behind the Bucks. The Nets only two and a half out of first, a half game behind the Cavs, one game behind the Bucks. Eight in a row, nine of their last 10. Let's look at their upcoming schedule because they truly are like the hottest team in the league right now. And KD and Kyrie have really been balling. So they have Cleveland tonight. That'll be a fun one. NBA TV. Uh, so they've got Cleveland. Then they've got Atlanta, which should be a dub. Uh, Atlanta, Charlotte, San Antonio, Chicago. Holy shit. So Cleveland is a tough one tonight, but if they get by Cleveland, they easily could rip off three more in a row. So that would be 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, four more in a row, excuse me, 13 in a row, and then New Orleans, Miami, Boston. So, I, dude, Brooklyn's for real. Brooklyn is for real IMO, which is kind of exciting. I don't know. I think it's more fun when they're good. I think it's more fun when they're they're good. They, you need villains. You know what I'm saying? You need villains. Uh, and then you get the Sixers right there, also winners of eight in a row, Eight of their last 10, they're 20 and 12. So the East is getting tougher here at the top. And I mean, I think this is what we assumed, right? We assumed, I mean, I guess we thought Miami would be closer here, but these top five teams is what they are who we thought they were. Um, and they're starting to separate themselves a little bit. The Knicks still a couple games uh, below 500. They won seven in a row and then lost three in a row. But this is what we were saying when they were ripping off these wins, right? Their, their schedule was kind of easy as they were winning some of these games, right? So they had ripped off a bunch, but it was like Cleveland without Donovan, I think. Uh, and then Atlanta, Charlotte, Sacramento was fine. I think that was without Fox, or maybe it was Fox's first game back. Then two games against the Bulls, whatever, Pacers, Warriors, you know what I mean? Uh, then they played Toronto, Chicago, and Philly, ripped off L's. Now they have Dallas, then San Antonio and Houston, which should be nice, Phoenix, San Antonio. So the Knicks are fine. Knicks are fine. Schedule's being good to them. Uh, and then you have the Hawks and Pacers, both one game above 500. The Heat, one game below 500. Raptors trying to turn it around here, holding on to the 10 seed. And then you got uh, Bulls, Wizards. Uh, then we've got the Magic Hornets and Pistons, who Pistons trying to secure that pick. You know what I mean? Trying to secure Wimbayama. Uh, we also need a combo about the Raptors blowing it up dangerously close to the lottery. Yeah, before we move to the West, uh, two things that I wanted to talk about. So, before we get into the Raptors, a weird report came out. Oh, God. This is like 23-minute stretch thing. I feel like this is like a couple of mornings in a row where this has happened. The backs needed stretching. Um, Woj dropped some weird news at like right before tip-off. You know what was weird, too? So they filed the – the news was that if Harden doesn't re-up with Philly, he'd go back to Houston. Um, but what was weird was, right, the report was filed – right before 8 a.m. yesterday. So the report, 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Woj doesn't tweet it out, though, until like 11.30, right before, like as he's going on air on ESPN right before the game. So it's just like such a, I fucking hate Woj now. I don't know what it is, but he's become, I don't like him. <laughs> but uh, yay, 
I just thought that was a weird timing. Like, I don't know who benefits from that. Like, if that was really Harden's camp, if that was Harden's camp, that was a LeBron-esque move, right? He's like, listen, we're the early game. Everyone should be talking about Harden. I just don't understand it. In the post-game press conference, Harden was like, yeah, I don't know where that came from. But he did that also, like, when the Nets, leaving the Nets rumor started, and then that clearly was happening. So, I don't know. If Harden really leaked that yesterday, that's wild. That's wild. Oh, yeah. Let's also talk about that for a second. So on Friday of Christmas Christmas weekend, Friday at 5 o'clock, Woj, Woj, this is all the people that signed off on this shit. Woj, ESPN, the Charlotte Hornets, the NBA. They decide now's the time that my, the Miles Bridges negotiations are happening. So Charlotte's in talks with re-signing uh, Miles Bridges. And then, of course, once he gets re-signed, that means he's going to be uh, suspended. But, like, the... You know what? Fucking do that Monday morning. If you're going to release that stuff, lean into it. Like, have the conversation. Such garbage. Um, And fuck the Hornets, man. I hate that. I hate that shit. Anyways, all right, whatever. I'm done being mad about that. But anyway, the Harden stuff's weird. Miles Bridges stuff is toxic. Uh, But the Raptors, yeah, the Raptors are in a weird spot right now because they, you know... Going back to the standings here for a second, the Raptors, what? They are um, 15 and 18. I I, I think Masai is like pretty sharp, obviously. I don't think they're going to end up blowing it up. If anything, I could see them trading for like another shooter. Uh, maybe they move a piece. Like I don't see them trading to get worse. I see them trading to get better. I see some swapping happening. Um, I still believe in Toronto. I feel like they could rip off a couple of wins, but... We'll see. Andre says, big shout out to the New York's MSGLE. Had a great time at the game. Hell yeah. Glad you were able to go, man. Um, how long will Bridges be suspended for? Dude, I don't know, Ruben. I, I, it should be a long ass time. I don't know. Uh, Aziz says, the Top Shop Marketplace alive and well again. Yeah, I saw some people buying some stuff. Um, I would love to see, we need a bot. I would love to see the amount of movement that happened due to employees buying and like uh, some of the bigger pieces getting bought to then be gifted. I would love to see like a breakdown of that, but yeah, I saw, I saw the live token bot going off a little bit more Um, before we, before we get deeper into top shot and so rare, let's look at the Western conference quickly. So the nuggets now, as I was saying, 21 and 11 winners of four in a row, seven out of their last 10, they are in sole place, sole first place here with the Pelicans and Grizz right behind them, both at 20 and 12. The Phoenix Suns, three games back. Clippers, also three games back. Kings, three and a half. Jazz, three and a half. Dude, look at this. This is a tight race here. Suns, Clippers, Kings, uh, excuse me. Suns, Clippers, Kings, Jazz, all uh, one, one and a half. No, a half game behind each other. That's crazy. And then you get the Mavericks right there. Trailblazers, uh, Wolves, and then. Warriors, I mean, there's still only six games out, but two games uh, below 500. Thunder right there, and then the Lakers, man. Let's look at the Lakers' upcoming schedule without AD. I think I did this recently, but they are in trouble, man. They are in trouble because the schedule is about to get tough, if I remember correctly. So Orlando, okay. But then Miami, Atlanta, Charlotte, Miami, Atlanta, Sacramento. Okay, so maybe it's not about to get tough. However, look at uh, – at the road on the road at Orlando, Miami, Atlanta, and Charlotte, they come home from Miami, Atlanta, and then it's Sacramento, Denver, Dallas, Philly, Houston, Sacramento. So they're in trouble. I think they're in trouble for real. Uh, Thunder, <laughs> Thunder have been feisty, man. Thunder have been really feisty. So they are, they're still like not in it, and I don't imagine they make it. But only two games out of the freaking playing game, and then here you go, the Spurs and Rockets way down here. So that is our. Check in here on the standings. Um, what else we got? Rapper schedule is brutal next two weeks, so expect chatter about it blowing up. Yeah, well, it'll be curious to see how how the Raptors do. I think the next couple of weeks, I mean, for a lot of these teams, I think the next couple of weeks, as especially in the East, as we're seeing it, um, seeing it separate a little bit, like teams are gonna have to make some decisions. Like Miami's in a weird spot, too. I don't even know what moves Miami has, but they have to make a move. Uh, Weiss says Warriors have an eight-game homestand that's pretty light, not quite make or break. But if they finish this eight-game stretch three and five, they're in deep trouble. Yeah, uh, yeah, I agree. I mean, the thing with the Warriors, though, like if Steph comes back in a month or so, like the 
Yes, it would not be ideal to be in the play-in game, but I think if the Warriors make the playoffs, they're a threat with how like close the West is. Let's actually look at the Nuggets' upcoming schedule too, because for some reason I remember that being a little bit light, and I wonder if they can like really go on a run here. Um, so they have all right. They've got a. Uh, Two two uh, road games back to back against the Kangs, uh, and then Miami, Boston, Minnesota. So no, I was wrong. It is not light. Uh, wow. All right. So two against the Kings. We get the Heat, Celtics, uh, Timberwolves, Clippers, Cleveland, L.A., Phoenix, L.A. Wow. That is a tough. That is a tough stretch. So that will. I'll be curious to see where they land as we get, as we get closer. Uh, but yeah, that's a, that's our Christmas Day weekend wrap up of uh, the league. We've got. I'm excited to. I feel like we got a, a good week of hoops. If we look at tonight's action anyways, let's see. Um, let's see what we got. Hold on. No, let's look at the NBA schedule for tonight. Uh, we got, oh no, that was yesterday. So Brooklyn and Cleveland, like we said, that's going to be a fun one. Clippers, Detroit. No, thank you. Minnesota, Miami should be interesting. Houston, Chicago, Indiana, New Orleans, Utah. All right. So really only one and a half games that are watchable Tuesday. Let's, I'm just trying to find some marquee games here for this week. Um, Phoenix, Memphis, that should be fun. Uh, Dallas, New York should be okay. And then Golden State against Charlotte. God. Denver, Sacramento, I do think. Jokic versus Sabonis will be kind of fun. Uh, any other marquee games this week? Kind of a yucky schedule so far. Uh, Thursday, no, there's nothing. I, I guess Clippers, Celtics should be fun. Um, yikes, a lot of gross games. A lot of gross games this week. They, they definitely blew their load this weekend, right? They like, here's all the good stuff that ended up not being good stuff. Uh, oh, look at this. Yes, everybody go. Everybody go see No Dunks at 10. Everybody go see No Dunks at 10. I, I've no. Is this a sponsored show now? Is no So No Dunks, sponsored by Top Shot, is the morning show for Team Hold now technically sponsored by No Dunks because that is promotion. That is promotion. I think we're going to do, we got to get some mock-up stuff. Also, shout out Skeets. Skeets, you guys had a great video yesterday of uh, you watching basketball from start to finish. That was a good, that was good. That was comedy. That was a good one. I really liked it. Um, all right, let's, uh, let's poke around with So Rare and Top Shot. I'll like leave this open to discussion. Whatever you guys want to talk about, I'll like uh, scroll through my So Rare lineups and see how we did. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, for Top Shot, though, I mean, things seem good. People seem happy. The Hoopsmith stuff seemed fun. Uh, they People seemed engaged. I think that's great. I, like, I, our biggest our biggest thing, like I'm talking for the people, as mayor of Top Shot, uh, or former former mayor, I guess we could say, I, my biggest thing was always like, I hope people are talking about Top Shot when it's like Christmas time because that's like the best basketball, like that's the biggest basketball moment, right? It's the beginning of the NBA season. So I don't know. I thought that was, uh, I thought it was great that people seem to be talking about it. I saw the live token bot going bing, bing, bing. People seem to be buying some stuff. Um, I think like, listen, people can talk about net neutrality and like the fact that they're, they're counting the WNBA moments as locked, but they're not counting the WNBA moments as a whole. Uh, there's a lot of like weird stuff around that, whatever. I don't want to get into that. What I think is cool though, is it was just fun. People getting moments that they never thought they were going to get and people tweeting about it was exciting. So shout out to the top shot team for, for getting vibes. Good. The vibes seemed, uh, saucy. We love it. We love it. Um, let me poke around with so rare just for a second. So we can see how my lineups did. They weren't good. I'm going to be honest. They weren't, I had a disappointing day. I I'm going to blame COVID though. I was out of it on Friday. I like I I canceled all my plans on Friday so that I could gear up for that one show. And I it was bad. I did a bad job. I should also say too, it's the most I've ever slept. The most I've ever slept in a 10-day stretch. And I feel good now. I feel good. Don't twist that as like COVID's good for you. I don't mean that. I just feel well rested. Um, all right, let me go to the past <clears throat> and see what we got here. So my common contender, look at Christian Braun. Back to back to reality here with a little six spot. Uh, Damien Jones too. This is going to be a problem. Uh, whatever the season of giving though, let, let's look at this. So I put up 403 points first place, shut up Pee Wee ultimate eight or ultimate Jokic put up 130, the high scorer of the, and then, uh, Luca with 109, Harden with 118, SJ with 102 trait. Listen, if you put up 542 points, you deserve a so rare. Uh, I mean, a, a super rare. 
So congrats. Tier five, super rare for my man. Um, but yeah, put a 403 points and we're getting a common tier two. Uh, everything else was a dud for me. Um, like this was gross. Again, Braun Matherin combined for 12 points. Lonnie Walker disappointing. Uh, Kaminga and Jalen Noel disappointed my limited champion. Uh, I'm glad Zion's going to be back. That'll be nice. Uh, and then rare contender. I ended up getting a rare tier four or three. I think Draymond came in with a 53 spot. Powell and Barnes disappointed a little bit, but uh, we'll take it. The fact that we got something happy to, to reset this game week though, is legit going to be tricky. There's not a lot of value there. Um, wait, what did I miss on the W moments? That's all that's left in my uh, collection. No. So the, when they come, when they, the net neutral stuff, right. They talked about how like the locked moments count as taking moments off the platform. And they counted the W moments that are locked, but didn't count the W moments that came out in series four as like part of their net neutral. So they were really, um, they were massaging. They were massaging the numbers to make it seem like it was uh, good. Um, Shepard said, I'm disappointed my tier one reward didn't come until Saturday. Oh, that is that really? you didn't, Shepard, you didn't get your reward until Saturday? I would honestly pull up a, I'd put out a something with support because that's surprising. Because mine came, mine did come later on Friday. It came at like three o'clock, but or 3.30. Also big ticket. Let's get the big ticket drop. Hell yeah. Merry Christmas from Big Ticket. Happy holidays. Let's get the drop. God, I missed that drop. Uh, I also miss money. <laughs> Andre says one thing about being sent to the game for those that are just tuning in. Andre went uh, from the Knicks team yesterday to the Knicks game is that plenty of people were curious who we were and why we got sent to the game, which gave us a shot to try. wait. Andre, let me ask you this. Were randos just talking to you about why you were at the game. That feels like the most un New York thing ever. If strangers were just like, were you in a private section that had like a poster up and, or were just randos talking to you? Um, uh, I already emailed support. I kept checking because I thought it would be something I would want to use. Man, that sucks. That does suck, Shepard. Uh, at least it's new for Top Shot saying out loud that they're not coming to W. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. I'm trying to be positive. Listen, they did a lot of good things. They did a lot of good things. Just the net neutral stuff. Yeah, wait, hold on, Andre. I get questions, though, because if strangers were just straight up, like, talking to you in New York, I got con I'm concerned. Or was it just the Christmas vibe? Was the Christmas vibe high? The Knicks game did look fun. Was Pete Davidson there? Is Pete Davidson at all of the Knicks games now? I'm almost coming around on Pete Davidson. A decent amount of workers and some randoms from, like, the lounge when they saw giveaways, et cetera. Oh, got you, got you. That makes sense. That makes sense. I thought just like I thought you were in like a random section and New York people were being like, "Hey, what up, baby? You having a good time at the game? What's going on?" You, I thought we were getting that, which makes me nervous. That's how you go viral on TikTok. I did. I got. I mean, my TikTok algorithm is like fuck now. I I looked at some weird stuff last. Well, let me. Pro I looked at some a lot of stuff of like people getting yelled at at restaurants <laughs> and so that's the only thing tiktok is showing me right now this is what happens when you spend christmas alone your tiktok algorithm gets algorithm gets weird that's what happens um i don't know what else you guys have i'll i'll stay live for a few more minutes if you guys have questions just a reminder obviously go check out no dunks after this uh i'm also jumping on the so rare data show the so rare data nba show um all right andre says Pete, Carmelo, Bernard King, Remy Ma, a boogie. A boogie. It was decked out with stars. Yeah, that's cool. And you know what was funny? I had a moment of like, dude, should I just check to see if I can get tickets to the game since I was still in New York? Um, and then I remembered why I didn't go home. And I was like, no. No, I shouldn't do that. I shouldn't do that. Uh, yeah, but I don't know. What else you guys have for me? Like, remind you of some of the content that we have coming. So today at 530, Live Before Lock is back. Uh, we should have TST in for that one. We'll give away another limited tier. Uh, we're getting dangerously close to 200 live viewers on that show, which remember that turns into a rare if that happens. Also say too, we're up to 7,000. 
173 subs. Pompey. Uh, we'll have the morning show Monday through Friday this week at 9. Uh, so rare. Uh, the value hunting show is already up, but I think we already talked about that. I don't know. I think that's it. I think that's it. Oh, I've had a lot of coffee this morning. I got up early. This is like cup three. I'm going to be a psycho for the rest of today, and then I'm going to crash hard. Oh, here's here's something. You want to talk about this? This is what I did for Christmas. I watched... Uh, Anderson's got ticket to the game. I watched the entire se new season of Jack Ryan. And here's the thing. I don't know if it's good. I don't know. But I am a sucker for these, like, spy shows. And I think I still like John Krasinski. I don't think it's cool to like Krasinski anymore. Like, post-office, I think people are like, oh, he's corny. Listen. I think he's funny. I, I'm. It's always cool for me to see like a funny gangly person turn into a jacked person. I always root for that because it gives me hope, even though those days my metabolism has slowed down. Those days are gone. Um, unless, unless that no dunk sponsorship comes in and then we pay for personal training and then we do, we go Zakrinsky. Um, but I listen, bunk from the wires in it. I'm, I'm always down to watch bunk for eight hours. Uh, I liked it. I liked it. Oh, thoughts on Glass Onion? Yeah. So we watched um, we watched Glass Onion on Friday night. I think Thursday night, Friday night. I liked it. I I saw it like God. Twitter needs to relax. We don't have to hate everything. Okay. We don't have to hate everything. I. It's one of the worst parts about just having comedians in your timeline. Uh, actually, I thought this one was pretty. No, it was fun. Okay. It's really hard to have a movie work when there's so many stars in it. Right. It's like ensemble stuff is is tough. And I they I love it. I love it, man. I, I really liked it. So it was different. It was different than Knives Out. I thought I thought it was really hard for them to compete with the first one because it was so good. And I like that it was very different than the first one. I'm also always down to see Catherine Hahn and stuff. Daniel Craig's performance is great. I really liked it. Yeah, Kate Hudson was good. Also, I I'll out myself here. I, I was telling Kelsey, I was like, man, I can't imagine being Kate Hudson's age. And they're like, hey, so in this scene, you're just going to walk out in like a really small bikini. Because I'd be like, man, that would stress me out. And her response was like, well, listen, if you're that age and you still look that good, like you should. Yeah, I'd be down for it. And I was like, that's a good point. But I thought Kate Hudson was like pushing 50. <laughs> I, Kate Hudson, I think she's like 42 or 43. So I had to walk that back a little bit. Um, it always freaks me out when people like that are close to me in age. Cause then I'm like, Oh God, I gotta get going. Uh, yeah. Janelle Monae was awesome in that too. Big fan of Janelle Monae. I loved it. I thought that movie was great. I really, I had fun with it. I had a lot of fun with it. Um, yeah. Jack Ryan is a great bad show. It is. I just love that shit. That's why I'm, I've been really enjoying slow, uh, slow horses on, uh, Apple, Apple plus Apple plus, which I still, I have another episode of that, that I have to, I have to catch up on. Uh, all right, here we go. Random comment, but just grab Taylor Tomlinson tickets to see her in Vegas, February, Mr. Due to COVID in January. Excited to uh, perform. Um, yeah, I, I'm a big fan of Taylor Tomlinson. I actually was introduced to Taylor Tomlinson on the Conan podcast, I think. But yeah, great. I'm really bummed. We were supposed to go see Andrew Santino this weekend on Friday and I no longer can go because I didn't travel to Boston. That being said, if you are in Boston or, and are Santino fans and are interested in tickets on Friday, uh, hit me up. But I was really looking forward to that. Big Santino fan. Kevin says, outside of Jack Ryan, what are uh, other really watchable but not that good shows? You know which I think is, uh, which I know it's like problematic now. Um, House of Cards fit that for me. I think House of Cards, like when you like really step away outside of season one, that show was pretty bad. It was like way over the top, like super dramatic. Uh, but I really liked that. Um I really like that. So I, I enjoyed that type of show. I like that. Uh, Wednesday. I haven't watched Wednesday yet. I know I need to do that. Uh, I know I need to do that. Goosebumps. All right. Shout out Goosebumps. Shout out Goosebumps, man. Yeah. What, what other stuff are you guys watching? But back to Kevin's comment. I really find like anything like that. I watched this Chris Pratt show that was on Amazon where he just like, 
he just like kills a bunch of people. And I was like, yeah, I guess I'm watching this now. It's weird because I normally don't like that stuff, but there's something about it. There's something about that, that like genre that I really do enjoy watching. Like conspiracy, espionage, spy stuff. I'll watch it all. I really will. Uh, it did. I don't think I really, I don't think normally I would have binged through uh, Jack Ryan like that if I wasn't sick. So that, that was part of the reason it probably would have taken me a couple of weeks. Peaky fucking blinders. Uh, I, yeah. Peaky blinders is amazing. I wouldn't put it in that category though. Peaky blinders is just good. Peaky blinders is just a great, they're making a movie too, right? Aren't they making a movie? Did I make that up? Have you watched Barry Sneeps? Have I watched Barry Sneeps, my man? I am, uh, I am like the Bill Hader fan club, dude. I love Bill Hader so much. He was my favorite, like all time person on SNL. Uh, yeah, I love Barry. Barry's gotten dark. Barry has gotten super, super dark. Um, so that's going to be fun. Um, <clears throat> uh, that's going to be fun. Oh, guys, here we go. Breaking news. Uh, you don't have to watch me on so rare data at 10, uh, because we are postponing. We're moving that one. Andrew's kiddo's a little sicko. So uh, that sound is, is sick. So I hope he feels better, but that means everyone should just go watch no dunks. Oh, gangs of London, Ben. Great call. This is great because this is another show that fits that, that I, I, this is a, this goes back to Kevin's thing. Uh, yeah. I don't even know if this show is good anymore, Ben. It is wildly violent. Um, but I like the people in it. So I continue to watch it. Yeah, that's great. Uh, that's a great call. Yeah, Prison Break is another one. Uh, Prison Break is another one that is that should be in there. All the Star Wars outside of Andor aren't that great, but I eat up every one. Yeah, all of those shows I would put in that category. I haven't finished Andor yet, by the way. I kind of fell off on Star Wars when I was in like college and didn't really get back into it. So that's that's on me. Uh, for the people that like dark, watch 1899. Yeah, that I I like dark too. That's man. I always just just have a TV podcast. Uh, yeah, get back into Barry. All the DC or Marvel shows are good for a bit, then get super repetitive and corny besides Punisher. Yeah, man, I love Punisher. Uh, I, I enjoy the Marvel stuff. You know what I like about Marvel? I'm invested enough that I'll pay attention, but I, it's pretty stress-free. That's what I like. Emily in Paris? I do need to watch Emily in Paris. I haven't given Emily Emily in Paris a fair a fair run at it. I'll watch Emily in Paris. I'll do it. I'll put it on there. What else are you guys watching? Oh, Weisberg saying 1899 kind of sucked. Go, fight, guys. Fight. Ben, I want more of your thoughts on gang Gangs of London. Oh, you did say good series. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed um I really enjoyed season one of it. I actually paid for AMC Plus or whatever it's called, so I could watch season two. Um, and I think I'm caught up, or maybe I'm one episode behind, but I have enjoyed it. Uh oh, yes, Ben. Ben, are you in? Are you in London? Line of Duty is one of my favorite shows. Who's the actress in that? Um, the I was so hooked on that. Um, I I have a super crush on Vicky McClure. Uh, yeah, I love it. I love that show. Line of Duty is great. My favorite thing about the, those series is that there's like four of them. You know what I mean? It's like four episodes, and then we move on to the next season. Uh, they have what they do a great job of is they bring in a villain. There's this overarching villain, but there's a new villain every season, and they happen to be uh, they happen to be um, like a famous person. Oh, Skeet said he finally watched Murderville, dude. I'm gonna I'll be honest. Back when I thought I was gonna be a famous actor, I uh, <laughs> I didn't really think that. But when I was pursuing it a little bit more aggressively, I uh, I had this two person show with my buddy Andy Devlin that we did in Boston. And then we traveled it around. We did it in, uh, we actually did it in Atlanta for a, a couple of years in a row. We did it in Vancouver, New York, uh, Austin, LA. We went everywhere with it. And it was essentially Murderville. It was this like improvised buddy cop show that we like honed. And then we started pitching it. And we were like, I think we could actually make this a TV. And it like, I'm not, I, and by no means am I saying Murderville stole our bit, but it was like, when Murderville came out, we like got on the phone and cried because that was like exactly what we wanted to do. It is so good though. The Christmas special had um, Maya Rudolph, um, 
Maya Rudolph, uh, Jason Bateman, who like I love Jason Bateman, and uh, and then a Pete Davidson cameo. It was Murderville is great. Like if you just want to goof around for <laughs> for like a half hour, forty five minutes at a time. Oh man, I love Will Arnett too. I really do. It's like it was the rest of development at its finest. So shout out for Will Arnett. Glad he glad he's got that working. Um, yeah, I know. I know. I made it sound like they stole it. Um, I don't think they did, but man, we were, that was like the closest thing that we had for something really popping off. Um, there's a new special three episodes of line of duty coming soon. I think I knew that because I follow Vicky McClure on Instagram. Uh, Emily is great. Ooh, I need to, Oh, elementary is great. Uh, watch that every week on CBS. I have to check that out. You know what else? Uh, shout out, uh, ghosts. Have you guys watched ghosts on on CBS, my friend Richie Moriarty is on that show. He's the dude with the arrow through his neck. Um, that show's a lot of fun, too. Um, <laughs> I like they were just talking about what we've been watching recently. Uh, yeah, the Murderville Christmas special was one of my favorites. It was one of my favorites. Anything else that I missed? Uh, side note, anyone get a Top Shop gift? Um, Oh, no. Oh, just a gift in general. No, this is like the first year I didn't really get any gifts, um, but it was because I was sick and I didn't go home. Um, but it was kind of nice. Like, it was such a chaotic year and we spent so much money getting married and there's just been like family stuff and uh, a lot of just like extra stuff going on that we were, we had like a very chill, well, I would have had a very chill Christmas with my fam, but we didn't do, we didn't do a lot of gifts this year uh it's also weird because my birthday's like right before it too so i've yeah not, not a lot of gifts this year but the gift of love the gift of love the gift of content that's what we did that's what we did um all right i don't know do we have anything else oh an nba orange hoodie those are fire those orange hoodies are fire i got covid that was my gift i was so pissed i got covid it wasn't even that bad i was just a sleepy boy and a congested boy but I just like messed up my like weeks, you know, two weeks of just chaos. And I'd been so good about not getting it. But now I feel like I got the antibodies. Like I'm going to go party. Uh, you got an extra Ember charger for my office that I have to do that. I have to move the Ember charger in here. Um, I do have to move that in here. I do. Um, all right. Anything else? We got anything else you need to hit? Um, I don't know. That might be it guys. That might be it. Uh, as always, Hey, I appreciate everyone being here this morning. This is like the day after Christmas. I didn't think we were going to, I thought there were going to be like five people here. Um, we're back at five 30. Remember no 10 o'clock show for me anymore. Uh, go, go watch no dunks the official sponsor for <laughs> the NBA morning show here at team old. Um, we'll back at five 30 with, uh, what's it called live before lock. We'll have a lot of fun with it guys. So happy holidays. Uh, I hope everybody had a great weekend and, uh, I hope you enjoyed the hoops. We are back this afternoon. Once I find the video, we're out. <laughs>